going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Buddy's House of Horror Podcast. This is actually the final episode that I'm recording for the House of Horror Marathon. It's not the final episode that's going to air, but it's the final one that I'm recording. So I just wanted to take this opportunity to say thank you for everyone who has been checking out all the videos that I've been putting out this month. All the podcasts, all the interviews, all the top tens. There are some YouTube exclusives this year, um, such as the one that's coming out tomorrow. So if you're listening to this over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to the show, tomorrow's episode is a YouTube exclusive, just like my Nosferatu commentary. Um, and a couple others. I think there were a couple others that were YouTube exclusive because the the video aspect of them is very, very important. So, the one coming out tomorrow, YouTube exclusive, make sure you don't miss it. The second to last episode, and then the final episode, of course, is going to be premiering on Halloween on Sunday. I cannot believe it's Halloween already. It's almost time to take down the Halloween lights and put up the Christmas lights. It's really insane how quick this month has gone by, and that's mainly because I've been having so much fun. I've been having so much fun making these podcasts for you guys. I've been having so much fun in my personal life, which is something that's always sort of taken a sacrifice in October, uh, mainly due to making all these videos, but I really was able to budget my personal life and my YouTube and Spotify life a little bit better this year, so I was able to go to some haunted houses, I've been able to go to pumpkin patches, um, do all kinds of stuff this October that in the past few years has been a little bit harder to do, but this year I've had a lot more time to breathe. Of course, I went to Cinema Wasteland, I've been able to do a lot of things this year that I haven't been able to do in previous years. Um, and that's because the world is pretty much opened back up again. Last year, I had no choice but to not do things. And the year before that was just moving to Cleveland, was still trying to get settled, and was still trying to make all of these videos happen for you guys. So this was the first year I've been in my place. I've been ready to go. I've been able to celebrate October the way I've wanted to, and it's been a really, really great time for me, and I've made a lot of great episodes for you guys, I think. Some of the best discussions that, well, at least the most fun for me to record. I've had some of the most fun episodes for me to record this year out of any other year. Some of them have been some of the best times I've had doing podcasting. Um, of course, we had the Nightmare on Elm Street ranked. That was a ton of fun to do. I had a ton of fun earlier this week talking about the shows that sparked my horror interest, the cartoons and the live action shows. Had a great time on all the Brain Damage podcasts this year. Last week's um, episode was really fun, the Halloween Kills episode. This week was really fun as well, talking about all the creepiest cryptids, creepypastas, and conspiracy theories. And the Candyman and Malignant episode was fun, and the Slash Cards episode, um, where we talked about the sexiest Jason at the end, was, of course, another big fun time to have. I love playing Slash Cards. I love doing horror trivia. So definitely make sure you're checking out the Brain Damage podcast over on YouTube or in a separate Brain Damage stream that is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you're subscribing to that show as well. But if you're on YouTube, they're all there. They're ready to go. And I also just wanted to take this opportunity, since this is the last episode I'm recording, to go ahead and thank all of the guests that have been on the House of Horror this year. Of course, we had Matthew Mark Hunter, Morgan Short, we had Richard Mogg, and we had Bradley Netherton um, joining me for interviews on the House of Horror podcast. So I just wanted to say shout out to them. It was a really great time having them on the show. 
Um, and I love having people on the show, man. So if anyone ever wants to come on the show, or if you know a horror filmmaker, a horror author, actor, um, just anyone who loves horror, um, send them in my direction. I'd love to have them on the show talk about their horror experience. Um, and of course, shout out to my lovely wife, Emily, um, for giving me the chance to do this and not being too harsh on me, um, making me... Um, giving me the time that I need to make these videos for you guys. I really appreciate her for that. So shout out to her. Shout out to Jared's soon-to-be wife, Mazer Laser, for also putting up with our bullshit um, and letting us do these shows. And of course, shout out to Dynamite Jared and Midnight Miles as well for being heavy contributors on not only brain damage, um, but helping out with the House of Horror as well here and there. Um, so just shout out to everyone for helping me out this year. It was a great great experience. Um, shout out to my parents as well um, for their help on the episode that's coming out tomorrow. Um, but I'm not going to give away what the episode tomorrow is. You're just going to have to tune in over on YouTube to see. Again, it's a YouTube exclusive episode tomorrow. So anyway, we're going to be talking about the newest horror anthology to be Sweeping the nation, sweeping the world. It's an international phenomenon. VHS 94. Um, everyone's been talking about this film, and a couple weeks ago, I had the opportunity to check it out. I checked it out with the group of friends. Um, we were hanging out, and we watched VHS 94. Uh, on a week, we took a break from the podcast. One week, we decided, you know what? We're going to record two podcasts in a row, so next weekend we can just hang out and watch a horror film and be friends. And that's what we did. So we all hung out as a group. We watched VHS 94 after going to the Haunted House restaurant. It was that weekend when we went to the Haunted House restaurant. Um, after we got back, we decided, you know what, we're just going to chill out um, and we're going to watch a horror film. And VHS 94 is what we decided to watch. Um, it's a Shutter exclusive at the moment, um, and it came out earlier this year. Um, it came out this month, actually, brand new, new release. It was released at um, on Shutter, as I said, it was a Shutter exclusive film, and it came out on October sixth. Um, this, of course, is the fourth film in the VHS series. Um, but the fifth film overall in the universe, because there was the spin-off film Siren, um, which was based off one of the shorts from the first film. But of course, we had VHS, the first one, in 2012. We had VHS 2 in 2013, and VHS Viral in 2014. So it's been a while since we've got one of the actual VHS films. Of course, Siren came out. It was based off of David Bruckner's segment from the first VHS film, and that came out in 2016 um, as a spinoff to the series. But this is the first anthology that's been back um, nearly 10 years since the first one came out. So it's a found footage anthology film similar to the other ones. Um, in this one, it has the distinction where it all takes place in 1994. We're getting five segments here, um, one of which is the wraparound, which sort of ties all the segments in together, um, and then four main segments that are, it'll play the segment, it'll end, then it'll do the book, and then it'll play the segment, it'll end. So four main segments, and then the wraparound, which is like an overarching story, which gives us five and overall, I guess I'll just say, what did I think of VHS 94? 
because I've heard mixed things. People are saying that this is the best out of the VHS franchise. Some people, of course, are saying it's not that great. But what are my, what's my opinion? Because I always try to not take the critics' perspectives too seriously. I try not to take fan perspectives too seriously. I usually try to judge things for myself. Of course, if everyone is saying it's terrible, um, it leads me to believe that something would be terrible. Or if everyone's saying something is phenomenal, it leads me to believe, okay, it's probably going to be good. But still, until I see it for myself, I'm not going to make like a super harsh judgment about it. Everything I have to see for myself in order to have a real opinion about it. Um, and what did I think of VHS 94? Because in general, you guys know me, you know I love horror anthologies. Um, and for me, VHS 94 was a mixed bag. But overall, I thought the segments that I did like, I really, really liked. But there were two sort of like flubs, in my opinion, in VHS, with two of the segments were a little off, the rest of the segments I thought were actually very, very good. So overall, it ends up being a mixed bag, and it's hard because it's hard because if you're judging an anthology, you can either judge it from the best short, like oh yeah, this anthology is great, it has a one really great segment, or you could say oh the anthology sucks, there's this segment that is really bad, or you can do what I do, where you say it's a mixed bag, because for me. Three out of the five segments are good. Two out of the five are not so great. Um, so out of five stars, I gave it two and a half, um, which is very middle of the road. Middle, mixed bag. There are segments in here that I, I wish these three segments they would have kept in the other two. They should have had something else. Maybe I understand they had them already filmed or whatever, but I think maybe... One of them in particular, which we'll get into, just doesn't fit the tone of the rest of the film. Um, and that's the reason why I don't really think that it fits in well. It's a good short, like, in and of itself, but it just doesn't fit the vibe of everything else. But one of the things I think sucks. One of them I think is not so great. And we'll go through all of them briefly. Um, this is going to be spoiler-free for the most part. Um, just sort of talking about my opinions on each segment. So, as I said, the first segment technically is the wraparound between all of the segments. So, we see it at the beginning, we see it in between each segment, and we see it at the end to wrap up that story. And that is Holy Hell. Um, it's the prologue, it's the epilogue, it's the frame narrative of where the story takes place. Um... And Holy Hell is basically a mysterious VHS tape um, has led a police SWAT team to this place, and they're discovering a sinister cult, and they're trying to uncover the mystery, and they're finding in the segments on the tape are leading more and more to the mystery, but not really because it doesn't really tie into what's going on. But basically, it's a bunch of SWAT team members running around. Um, so the wraparound is one of the segments that I think sucks. Um, this is the one where I think they should have just came up with a different idea for it. Um, I don't think it's very interesting. I think it's kind of a slog to get through. Like, if you weren't even to have these wraparound segments, I don't think it would really affect anything. Like, you could literally just have a kid in the woods find a tape like, buried under a tree or some shit. He pops it into his VCR, it plays the shorts, and then that's it. 
Um, for me, this wraparound, it's not very good to me. I find it very dry, very boring. It's just a SWAT team wandering around, um, and eventually they get, like, picked off, and then at the end it wraps up everything. Um, so I'm not going to talk about it again at the end. I'm just going to talk about the four segments that are encompassed in the wraparounds. Um, but I don't think it's very interesting. Um, for me, and I think everyone that I watched it with agreed that this wraparound segments, they weren't so great. The first actual segment, however, called Storm Drain, I think is the best out of the segments within VHS 94. I think Storm Drain is the best. Um, it follows a news reporter and her cameraman. Um, they go into basically a, a storm drain. I mean, that's what it is, a storm drain. And they encounter some strange stuff within. Um, I'm going to spoil this one a little bit just because the reveal and the gore in this and just everything about it just is everything about this hits. Um, you're getting at the beginning, you're showing news clips. that shows like a local pastor. It shows these people. Um, it basically the pastor seems like an extremist. The pastor is like ridiculous to me. At least he seems ridiculous. Um, and I can't remember exactly what the news reporters are documenting it might be like homelessness or something they're like and they're investigating this storm drain they go in there they see like this guy that's like all bent over and they're trying to help the guy the guy lures them in and basically they encounter a cult in this storm drain and their god is ratma um ratma (laughs) is this creature and i'm not gonna reveal what he looks like i'm sure you've probably seen him online because it's become like a meme Um, But it's cheesy, and it's scary, and it's fun. Of course, Ratma has a power over the cult, um, and it eventually gets a power over the news reporter. And the payoff you get once the news reporter is possessed by Ratma is phenomenal. As I said, the gore is ridiculous in this. It's funny, it's hilarious, it's scary. Um, I love this short. This is, I, if there's any segment out of here to check out, it's definitely the Ratma segment. Um, it's called Storm Drain. It should just be called Ratma. Um, it's so funny. Um, I love it. It's like a rat creature, but it also, like, it's jaws unhinged. Um, it's great. It's basically a mutated demonic rat. Um, it's beautiful. Um, I love it. I love it. Um, There's not much else to say because, again, I'm trying to give, like, light spoilers, but just know the payoff in this is worth it. It's funny. Um, It's gory. It's great. Um, The next segment is called The Empty Wake. Um, It focuses on someone who works at a funeral home, and she's basically there by herself. Her boss and one of her coworkers, they, like, leave, and they're like, you're in charge of the wake tonight. Um, If you need anything, call us. And so she's there, she's waiting for people to show up to this wake, and no one's showing up. There's a thunderstorm outside, it's getting creepy. The cameras are set up because they're recording the wake, um, so it makes sense why there's cameras everywhere. One person does show up to the wake, um, but for the most part, it's her there by herself. And, of course, some freaky shit is about to happen. Uh, But is it all in her mind? 
is is the is the person really dead or is the person going to come back to life? Um, is there something demonic going on? Um, I'm trying to stay spoiler free, so I'm not going to give away what happens in the funeral home. But this segment is a great segment. This is another one that I really love. As I said, I love two out of the three segments. This one is another one that is really, really great. Um, very simple concept, very simple story. Um, not as elaborate as some of these other ones get. It's probably the most simple in terms of plot, but it works. It's great, and its simplicity adds to its advantage. It's not trying to do too much. It, know, it knows what it is. It builds up great atmosphere, great tone. You get great performances. And that's another thing with these like found footage anthologies, found footage films in general, you have to believe the acting. Because if you don't believe the acting, the whole thing falls apart. In this one and in the previous segment, Storm Drain, the acting's top-notch. Um, so that's another one that I recommend. It's either the second or third best in it, because as I said, I only like three. Ratma's the best. Then, um, what's it called? The wa- the Empty Wake, and then another segment I'm going to talk about. They could be second or third best. Um, I guess the wraparound would be the worst. And the next segment I'm talking about is the second to worst. Mainly because it completely abandons, like everything else that's going on in this anthology. It's called The Subject. Um, It's a foreign film from Indonesia. But the reason that I have a problem with it is because it just doesn't fit the tone and it doesn't fit the vibe of the rest of the segments or what the series is trying to be. Because, yes, they all take place in 1994, but they're all shot on, like, shitty cameras and stuff like that. This one, it looks like you're in fucking, like, 8K. It's beautiful cameras, um, and it just doesn't fit the vibe of everything else. Basically, the plot is a man wakes up, and he sees that he's in this weird lab. There's a mad doctor, and he's basically creating, like, machine people. Um, and this person is a test subject. It's like Heisenberg's factory, basically. They're making fucking soul bats and all these like crazy mechanical human creatures in this lab. Um, and the reason it, it, it just doesn't fit the vibe of the rest of everything that's going on. It's not shot the same. Um, as I said, everything else looks like a found footage, something that was shot on like VHS or a shitty camera. This, we're getting modern cameras that are shooting it. Um... As it as a short itself, it's not that bad, but cut in between all of the rest of this stuff, it makes it bad because it just doesn't fit in with anything else. I think that when they got this short back, they should have just been like, yo, we love what you did here, but we're going to hang on to it until we do VHS steampunk or VHS uh, 2024 or something. You know what I mean? They should have included something that more fits the vibe of what this film is trying to be. And I don't think that this fits the vibe. I think it completely ruins the tone. I think it completely ruins the mood and everything they had built up up to that point. Um, It definitely, and it's in the middle of the film. As I said, it's the third segment. It sticks out like a sore thumb. Um, I think they shouldn't have included it in the film. They should have kept, as I said, they should have kept it for something else and found something else to put in its place. As by itself, it's not a bad segment. It just doesn't fit in with VHS 94. It takes place in 94, I guess, but that's the only thing about it. It, it doesn't fit. It just, it, There's no other way to put it. It just doesn't fit the atmosphere 
that even the wraparound has set up. It sticks out like a sore thumb. It's the needle in the haystack that's actually the size of a fucking Lamborghini or something. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. Um, again, nothing against the short itself, I guess. Like, it is a little dry. It's a little boring. But I think if you were to put it in the right context and put it in a film where it makes more sense to be there, it would be better. Um, and here, it doesn't gel with the rest of the shorts. But one that definitely fits right in is the last one, Terror. And this one is a fucking trip, dude. Um, it's about an extremist group called the First Patriots Movement Militia who are plotting to blow up a government building and take America back. Um, sounds very similar to the insurrection um, in January of this year. Um, with the fucking Trumpies. Sounds very similar to people... It's very relevant today, because it's very... There's a lot of social commentary going on in here. Um, this one's just a trip. Um, there's an exploding, like, chicken or rabbit or something in it. There's, like, an exploding animal that they inject with vampire blood in it. Um, this one's just a riot. Um, I think it's hilarious. It's completely insane. Um, and one thing about the entire film, all the effects are good. Um, they use a lot of practical. There's some CG stuff here and there. But overall, the effects are great in the whole thing. I'm not going to give too much away about this last one because it is so insane. If I were to rank my preferences in this one, it would definitely be Storm Drain number one. Um, probably this one, number two. Terror for number two then The Empty Wake, then The Subject, and then The Wraparound is the absolute worst. Um, but overall, when you put all of those together, it gives you a mixed bag, because it's slightly above average, I would say. Um, because, again, you have three segments that are good, nothing phenomenal that's going to completely blow you away except Ratma. Ratma's great, the other two are good. Um, the subject is fine, but it doesn't fit the vibe, and then holy hell, the wraparound, I think, sucks. I don't think it's very interesting. I think you either need a really good wraparound to keep people invested, or just don't have a wraparound. Um, like I said, there's there were so many better ideas they could have had for the wraparound than the SWAT team sort of thing. I thought it was really lame. But I'm just rambling at this point. I don't have too much else to say about VHS-94. I do like it a lot. Um, I think it's right up there with the first VHS. I remember really liking the first VHS. I haven't seen the second one yet, or Viral, but I have seen Siren. So I've seen Siren, VHS, and VHS-94. I really do need to check out VHS-2 at least. I hear vi everyone who's seen Viral says it's pretty bad. I still think I need to finish out the trilogy. Um, so the first original three, and I've already seen this one, because I need to rewatch the first one, it's been so long since I've seen the first one, I saw it when it came out in 2012. So, I need to rewatch the original trilogy, uh, I remember Siren being fine, it wasn't anything remarkable. When I watched Siren, I didn't even realize at first that it was a spinoff of the segment from VHS until you see the Siren. And I was like, oh, okay, now I fucking, now I, I understand. Um, but when I, we were just watching it, we thought we were just watching a horror film. I didn't realize it was based off of the VHS segment. Um, 
But yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. Again, this is the last one I'm doing this year, so again, I just wanted to say thanks for everyone. You got two episodes coming out still, the one tomorrow, which I already recorded, and the episode on Sunday again, which I already recorded. So this is the last time I'm going to be talking to you live. Um, so again, just wanted to say thanks to everyone for checking out the House of Horror this year. I am going to be putting out episodes for the rest of the year and some next year as well. Probably take a break in the summertime to come up with enough come up with enough episodes to do the horror Halloween marathon again, the 31 video dump of everything again next year. Um, but I'm still going to be making episodes maybe two or three a month. Um, up until probably like April or March, maybe, of next year. Um, I still have a ton of ideas because there's tons of things that I wanted to do this year in the House of Horror that I didn't have the time to do. Um, but I want to keep doing, and some I don't want to wait until the following year to do. I still want to do them. So you're going to be seeing those November, December, January, um, just whenever I feel like releasing them, whenever I have time to make them. Um, so there is some good stuff I'm excited to share with you guys in the coming months. I want to do some underrated films. Miles and I want to deep dive into some of our horror sequels um, and talk about some of those again from the season finale last year, the top 10 horror sequels. Still got to get Jared to finish all of the Godzilla films. We still have to do the Godzilla ranking. Um, there's a ton of shit that I want to do. So keep subscribing to the house of horror because there's still more stuff coming on even though october is over keep going on with brain damage because that is year-round as well again we'll probably take another like quick summer break with that um but yeah there's still stuff coming out for me even though halloween is coming to a close um but that's it for this time guys this is the last time i'm going to be recording for october so again just wanted to say thanks again Take care of yourselves. Take care of others. Have a happy Halloween. Don't forget to dress up. Don't forget to not blow out your jack-o'-lanterns. Don't forget to check your candy. And definitely follow all the rest of the Halloween rules to make sure you guys are safe. Make sure you guys are staying happy, healthy. Um, And just have a great time this Halloween. I love Halloween. I'm going to have a great time this Halloween. Going to several parties. Um, over the next couple days, and then on Sunday, I think we're having just an all-day movie marathon at my house with the boys, with Miles, Jared, my wife, and Mazer, and maybe Midnight Marissa. Maybe Midnight Marissa will be making an appearance, um, Miles' illustrious lady friend. Um, And that's about it for this time, guys. Again, I'm just going to say thank you once again for checking out the House of Horror this year. I know the ending of this episode has just been a lot of rambling, um, but I really appreciate you guys. Make sure you subscribe over on YouTube. If you haven't already, give this video a thumbs up. Subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to the show. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Of course, it lets you leave a rating. Make sure you leave me a rating. Leave me voicemails. Maybe we'll do an episode of voicemails. I still want to do the episode where we talk about the Addams Family and the Munsters a little bit more in depth and get into some of your feelings. Talk about your favorite episodes of The Twilight Zone. There's tons of things that I'm going to keep doing throughout this year, and I can't wait to share it with you guys. So without further ado, that's me signing off. Um, This was the VHS 94 review. This was the wrap-up of the House of Horror. For me, you're going to get two more episodes after this. But for me, this is the final thing I'm recording. And that's about it for this time, you guys. 
Again, happy Halloween. Take care of yourselves. Take care of others. Stay spooky and hail Ratma.